listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 573 for Monday, November 9th, 2015. Tonight brought to you by CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, that's OutMotoring.com. Hey everybody, it's DB in Arizona bringing you a brand new episode of the world-famous White Roof Radio. We're here talking about Mini Coopers for you on a Monday night like we like to do. Now an hour earlier Yeah, no, daylight no, savings time. Daylight savings. Except for DB, he's the same time as he's always been. And now I get to start late. Because he lives he, in the Luddite state of Arizona who doesn't... Up, the, they, don't care. they don't care about daylight savings. Be nice, man. Only old people will live there anyways. It's okay. I mean, old people and me. You know why they don't do it? Because they're racists. That's why. The <laughs> government of Arizona, it's all about racism. It, it's because we don't have farms in Arizona. Right. Dude. <laughs> Odd at whiteroofradio.com. Good grief. Anyway, he's also from motoringtypes.com joining us as always, but freshly back from SEMA. Uh, the good reverend Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com is here as well. Hi, everybody. Uh, and, uh, of course, Alex. So I'm out for a week, and there is one guy you wear pants when it's 80 degrees outside. There is <laughs> another guy who wants to buy only Japanese cars. And there's a third guy who doesn't say anything to all of this. What's the matter with you people? <laughs> what has happened? We've, we've turned to the dark side, Alex, to use yeah, a Star Wars, Wars terminology. Star Wars reference. Yeah, to use a Star Wars reference for you. <laughs> no yeah. Star Wars references. We're done with Star Wars until the movie comes out. I don't want any more trailers. I don't want any more spoilers. If I see any more trailers, I won't have to go see the movie because they've already put all the movie in trailers. No, no, no. no. You, you, watch all, you watch eight minutes worth of trailers, and it's like, okay, I've seen the movie. Don't need to see it anymore. But you can watch eight hours of, of nerds dissecting those trailers. Yeah. No, not even close to interested in that. You can watch people react to the trailer. Yes. No. <laughs> no. no. It's just going to be the action-packed part. TV show. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No Star Trek TV show? Oh, my God. New Star Trek TV show? Yes. Okay. I'm excited for that. Um, but I'm not excited even a little bit about Star, Star Wars. I'll worry about Star Wars next month when it comes out. Uh, but we're not going to talk about Star Wars. We're not going to talk about Star Trek. We have a whole crap load of Mini Cooper stuff to talk about, which we're going to do. A lot of news from MotoringFollow.com. Uh, Todd from SEMA. Uh, we've got a, kind of an Ash Chad question going on. We have a whole bunch of show for you guys. And... That is not going to be a show title. It'll be enough stuff to fit in the back of a clubman and then some. There you go. <laughs> and we're going to get going with all that here in just a minute, guys. Before we do, I want to remind you about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof. Of course, our friends over at OutMotoring. OutMotoring.com. You guys like these guys, right? The Mini Cooper Parts Superstore. You've already been there. Hopefully, you've already got uh, signed up for the email newsletter so that you get your 5% discount coupon, right? Right. Um, and one of the items that's actually he kind of featuring this month, um, and I've told you guys this a hundred times, is the mini watches. If you're looking for a, a way to put mini on your wrist, com has you covered. All different styles. Looks like all the styles except for the one that I've got, which is the old R50, R53 speedometer. Did I show you guys that in Vegas? Uh, it was like the very first mini watch, and it looks like the speed, the the dial set up like the speed up from an R fifty R fifty three. Oh yes, 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 I know that. Super awesome! I love that watch. Yeah. I never wear a watch, but when I like to wear a watch, that's the one I wear. Anyway, watches, check. Uh, hats, shoes, shirts. He's got all that stuff too. Uh, not only that, but all the other parts, the stuff that'll make your mini look cooler, go faster, run better, look better. All available over at OutMotoring. OutMotoring.com. I want you to go over there. Don't forget, sign up for the email newsletter. When you do, you get your fifteen, your 5% discount coupon, uh, and then you can use that, and you save 5% on your order. Super handy, especially now, the crazy season coming upon us. You're going to want to make sure you're saving money whenever possible, and you can do that using that coupon code. From OutMotoring, our friends over at OutMotoring. OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and uh, let's just say Mini Cooper watch. That's OutMotoring.com. Maestro. Boom. We're going to click over to motoringfile.com. We have a lot of news. Let's start at the bottom. Let's mention Gabe's review of the 2016 Mini JCW Automatic. If you haven't read that yet, you should. It's very interesting. Gabe really liked that car a lot. Yeah, it's and, funny. He posted, and he posted a picture of a chicken. What was that, Alex? <laughs> sorry, DB. Yeah, sorry because I almost got trashed when I said the automatic was awesome <laughs> back in July. <laughs> and now he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> we tried to tell people 
Nobody. Yeah, we've been trying to tell you guys the automatic in the F56 does not suck. It really doesn't. Anyway, Gabe posted his review and a picture of a chicken. So you should definitely click back over to motorfall.com and read that. Super, super awesome. Um, it's also official that BMW and Mini are going to eventually offer CarPlay. Which, you know, I've been building uh, Clubman's online yep. lately, and uh, <clears throat> my latest builds have the full-on nav system. And now I'm actually uh, contemplating just getting the standard screen in hopes that CarPlay will eventually play through the standard 6.5-inch think? I don't think it'll be retrofitable. Do you? No, not retrofitable. Uh, what no. do you mean? You think the car has to have CarPlay from the factory? Like, yeah, yeah I think it's yes. uh, CarPlay is built into the the in dash navigation. That's just navigation. It's built. It's part of the telematics. That's completely bullshit. Then I'm leaving the brand. They're yeah. ruining the brand, man. I was <laughs> gonna say if, if we've known anything about minis, you got to buy that option ahead of time, or otherwise you won't be able to get it anymore. Yeah. When you think, I mean, there's a lot of cars that used to be pre-wired for things, but not anymore. Yeah, it's that BlackBerry computer that they have to put in there that's yeah. got the iOS layer kind of sort of over the top of it. What else? That yeah. lets CarPlay work. Alex, so, what were you going to say? Whatever Google Play is, which we're not going to use Google Play because they spy on you. So, Alex, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, yeah, well, uh, just to DB's point, they spy on you, but uh, apparently Mini has no problem having them spying on us. I guess not. Uh, Second thing, though. Um, Although their their press release said that, that the customer's uh, information and security was their utmost as you know the utmost sure. importance yeah uh-huh. Uh-huh. um <laughs> and, uh, the, the, the other thing is uh the other thing i think i mean i mean i should have mentioned this you know i thought that the uh our car play and um, android auto would come with the lci when you when you look at all the cars that have uh, either of those two like you can first of all it's a touch screen right so you could think yeah sure for the lci but also the screen is you know slightly you know turned towards the driver right and oh, okay. the mini right now it's very flat like it's straight in the middle so i don't think it's just you know the design doesn't really uh is not really uh useful for that i mean i, I don't think the design is just for that for that you know it's going to work with a uh, carplay and uh, android auto so you're saying they couldn't just replace the screen that's there with a touch screen with just the same form factor and yeah. just be a touch screen yeah i think you you need a little bit of an angle if you want to make this convenient uh and you know like uh comfortable to you know to to and have a full view of it i think you want to you want to tilt it a little bit towards the driver i'll try and touch the screen the next time i get in the f56 here and see how convenient it would be to to touch that along the way you know mm-hmm. yeah i, but, I, I don't it's know it's exciting times though but i think alex is probably right it's not going to be lci so th- this is c- complete crap then so you're saying that that minis are going to hit carplay and android auto but probably not for six more years <laughs> yeah, which seems. I mean, it seems right? you know, kind of an. Uh, seems kind of unlikely, right? That just seems unlikely that they would announce it now and then make people wait six years. Yeah, but you know, always. I mean, right now the only touch screen sensitive, uh, the only touch sensitive screen there is in uh, on the BMW ni- lineup is the seven series, right? And we always know that you know it hits you know, that first. The cool stuff trickles down from the seven series da- down to the rest, and you know they are in the G. Uh, generation with that seven series. Talk so, about being a long way away from the touchscreen. Have you been in one of those? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to. Uh, to Gotta have in. like freaking ape arms to reach that thing, man. Like Neanderthal arms to. Shack, shackle, shackle manage. He'll be fantastic with that in the seven yeah. series. He may switch to BMWs from Buick or whatever he's shilling for right now. Yeah, yeah but that's because if you have a seven series, you have like your bodyguard driving it for you. So you know. And see, here's my thing today. I was I was driving in the mini. And thinking to myself, you know, you can ask Siri. You can hit the button if your if your car is connected, either via the wire or the Bluetooth. You can hold the hold the uh, uh, speak button down on your steering wheel and ask Siri a question, right? And have it do things. Right. And I'm thinking, I've got both hands on the wheel. Why couldn't potentially CarPlay or somebody write an app that you could say, "Hey Siri, roll up the driver's side window," and it would do that for you. I mean, is that potentially possible for the future of technology in cars that you could have it do things like roll up the window or, hey, change oh, the temperature, totally. change the temperature um, to 78 degrees? You know, if I can say, hey, Siri, flip a coin, why can't somebody make it? <laughs> no, for well, real. Everybody's going to do that now. Um, but why can't why couldn't we just go, hey, Siri, roll up the windows? Yeah. Well, I think there is. I mean, you know, that's. Uh, I think it's an easy. You guys are. You guys are correct. Like that's an easy stretch. Uh, but there is a lot of uh, you know safety 
you know questions in there right and so i think you, you, all of you must have seen those uh videos of those you know two engineers hacking a jeep so you right. could say you know someone could say well sir roll up the windows and for whatever reason it breaks like you know he does an emergency braking because someone hacked into your you know your smartphone or whatever if you can now we live in a world of technology every to car where comes with its own bluetooth earpiece i was sitting literally i kid you not sitting in noisy las vegas right and there's yeah. a song playing that piped in music uh, wherever you are in a casino so there's sounds of people laughing and glasses clinking and slot machines going off everywhere and there's a song on and i'm like ah oh, i want to know who sings this song and i do this all the time i say hey hey siri who sings yep. this and then Siri will listen, and then it comes back in like three seconds, three, four, five seconds, with exactly what it is and would you like to buy this song on iTunes. We yep. live in a world where technology can do that. I cry bullshit on the fact that voice you know, recognition technology is so far behind. Well, I think for that type of technology, though, they're looking for a repetitious beat. Oh yeah, they, they are. There's, they can do that. So if you have like it. a flag in the background of your big, uh, you know, four-wheel drive pickup truck and it's doing this, but, you know, flapping, it's not going to understand that. But you see, know, here's here's gonna... what I'm saying. You train your new iPhone, Alex IDB. We all have the new iPhones, mm -hmm. and you train it to say, "Hey Siri." The first thing you do when you set it up, it's like, "Hey, say these three phrases for me," so it knows it's you. And right. then every time you do it, it learns it again and it learns it again. So my idea is for all of the voice recognition, let's say there's only probably 20 things you can say to a car to have it do. But let's go through a setup phase when you buy the car and say, here, I have to say these phrases to the car and you can do it for up to three drivers. You say the phrases and they go in and they work the same way. The technology exists. But the engineers aren't thinking ahead of going, hey, people really want to do this. They, car companies don't think the way companies like Apple thinks of like, here's how people use their phones. You know, okay. the new Apple TV, like when you're watching a movie and you're like, who is that actress? You just have to say that to the remote control and it goes to IMDB and it goes, here's who you're talking about. And you're like, oh, cool, right? It's the, they, they realize the way people really work in the world. Car companies have never figured out how people live in their cars. And they're just now starting to because of companies like Apple and because of Android and, and Google and the things that, that you can do with other technologies. And they're going, man, cars really seem like they're in the dark ages compared to sitting in your office or sitting in your living room talking to your phone or your freaking TV. Right. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you think that uh, possibly that while they do recognize that they could do that, they they are outruled by the the resale value of that car? Because most people only keep a car for two, three years. And the people that are getting those cars, nine times out of ten, they don't know about any of that type of stuff. Well, or all and of a sudden, you know, they have to reprogram the car because it's like, okay, well, I have to reset my car because <laughs> I'm selling it, and I got to do this, and I got to do that. I'm, I'm, Chad, Chad, manufacturers don't build cars like thinking about necessarily the uh, the used market of it. What they want to do is sell as many new cars as possible. Right. They right. want people oh, to get rid of it within three years. They don't care where it goes after it's been bought the exactly. first time. Uh, yeah. And the problem is, is that technology companies and you know not only the big ones, but also the small ones, the small developers also are setting a precedent on iOS and Android for upgrading. That, you know, every sets year. basically the standard for you know how something is supposed to work, right? And that right. is that is uh, that is correct. Like the, well, the the car, the infotainment system is in the dark ages, and uh, and and you know I, I you know those companies realize that they have a lot of uh, that you know they are late. I mean they are late late a lot in the game. And either they're going to invest uh, heavily in there, or you're going to see more and more partnership with uh, Android and, and Apple because they will, you know, realize that you know maybe they can't do the the whole you know integrated thing and need some help from the outside. Yeah, well, no, what, that, but voice stuff inside of a car, they have a hard time battling with the almost 80 decibels of sound that's just the inside of a car. Well, and that's why I, miles an hour. That's why I was saying that, like, I think the technology exists. You've just got to be able to figure out how to harness it like I was saying sitting in a casino there's all this other noise going around my phone can still pick out the song that is playing under all of this and yeah. go this is what it's playing so I think my point is in theory the technology exists for it to do that for the car to go 
all right, I'm going to block out the road noise and just focus on what's different here, not the silent hum in the background of the highway going yeah. and the wind or the windows down or whatever. Um, but I think the technology is there. I guess what I was saying is like, you know, if you were to completely remove window switches out of the car. <laughs> no, I'm not saying completely remove well, the windows. I'm you, just saying add an you, option. <laughs> right, but, uh, you know, you could physically do that. You could remove all buttons, all of actual having to have a layout of a car if you made it all voice command. Well, you know yeah, and, but then, like, you're right, is what happens when you get locked out of that for some reason, the microphone right. fails yeah. or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah, I mean, you've, you've taken out all the wiring, you've taken out all of that design, you've now cheapened that car by $2,000 well, because of parts, because of engineering time, because of all that, but now all it has is voice. But then the guy's like, I still kind of want a window switch. Yeah, just, I don't think the, just I don't the think same it, way everyone's like, this doesn't have an oil dipstick. Yeah, I don't Ooh, think they'll ever do away with that. You know? But but just as an example to counter that, as just saying like, now you can still if you have navigation in a mini, you can still choose and enter manually, dial in the address where you're going, oh, or yeah. you can just speak the address to the navigation and it will enter it for you. So there's multiple options. Like if one fails, you've still got a backup option. So they're not going to do away with the switches necessarily. But I'm just saying, hey, somebody needs to just do an app that then can control non-critical function. Rolling the freaking window down. Yeah, other than maybe it'll roll it down accidentally when it's raining and you get a little wet, just reach over <laughs> and roll it up again. Not a big deal. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying control to things like, oh, put on the emergency brake. No, very, <laughs> very simple things. Change the radio station. Hey, Siri, change, you know, go up to the next radio station because you can do that for the next tune on your iPod. Setting right? the cruise at 80 miles an hour. Exactly, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, if you want more information about Mini Connected and the Excel Journeymate, there's actually a big post that just went up at Motoring File this week as well. So go over and check that out. There's, I mean, it's like total. If you suffer from TLDR, you're not going to want to read it. But if you want all the information you can about this, then go over and check it out. If you're one of the twelve actual people who has Mini Connected in there, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying that sarcastically because the take rate. Oh, actually, it's twenty people. Pretty low. Right. Um, let's also move on. The sound of the JCW Pro Exhaust. Um, there's an actual another link for that. We've already heard it. We've already played it for you. We played it back in 20 last year, and it's pretty awesome. But and, if you want to check it out, go ahead. And from what we hear, man, that exhaust is selling really well. Selling like hotcakes, as they say. Yeah, it is. And um, which then segues into the next part here, talking about the, the four-door carbon edition uh mini that i got to see in person at the sema uh show here in at vegas the SEMA show nice in, Ve in vegas last week it was actually the first time because it, it had not been released to the press at this point none none of the information about this car other than we knew it was coming and so basically there's a special edition four-door mini um the f55 mm -hmm. if you will that is coming out in the next month or so they're being produced right now as we speak, as you listen to this, the first, second week of November. And um, it's a pretty good deal on the things on this car. They call it a carbon edition. It's got some carbon fiber bits, but it's just a fancy name. It's got a carbon fiber scoop. It's got carbon fiber mirror caps. It's got uh, carbon fiber tips for this JCW Pro exhaust, which we all love. Um, yeah. It has the word carbon on the side. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. By basically, <laughs> this is the JCW version of the four-door. Yeah, it really is, because they're not going to make a JCW factory version of this car. Right. This is the JCW upgrade, which if you have a four-door Cooper S, you can buy now. You can go order, you can go to your dealer and order the uh, JCW upgrade. Right. Which takes it from, what, 189 to 208, 211? Yeah, something like that. 208 on horsepower. Um, which uh, we'll talk about in a little bit, how that's under... Uh, a little conservatively rated that we've seen dyno results much more than that. But anyway, this new Carbon Edition Mini, which is coming out, there's going to be 150, which is basically one per dealer in the U.S. It's a U.S.-only spec car. Um, some interesting things, if you look at the pictures I, I took at SEMA... Can we share? Can we share this PDF by chance, or is all this information in the post no. at Motoring File? No, the information is over at the post at Motoring File, and uh, your dealer has this information now. Right. But... Um, so this is a pretty good deal on the car because basically it took a four-door and added all this stuff to it, right? Yeah. 
the they ticked all the they ticked all the right boxes except for automatic if that's the way you want to roll. They did, and if you want to know what all these things are, everything from the the JCW uh, Pro Tuning Kit, which is the exhaust um, upgraded software adding 15 horsepower, um, a bunch of fancy bits. Anyway, what I was told was that all of these accessories together in this package were basically 29% off if you tried to go build this on your own. If you took a four-door and tried to make this, you could, but it would cost you a considerable amount more money. So this is a deal of a package. Yes. I, I would have to agree. This, If I were looking to buy a four-door, I would just go and find this one. Now, the one thing it's that's... only available in black. Yeah, the one thing you know, that's a little crazy is... That I'm, I'm reading the PDF here, and... It does say that it's a manual transmission, but it does oh. give you an automatic transmission option on this. Right. So that, does that mean that all of the dealers are going to have to physically order this, or are they just going to start making it? Because my guess is you're only going to see like two or three of these in a manual transmission, <laughs> and the rest are all going to be automatic. My guess oh, is that- what they did was they took the national average of, of these cars that, that sell, and it's probably like 60-40 or 70-30. Uh, manual to automatic. I mean, uh, automatic to manual transmission. Okay. So probably sixty or seventy percent of them are going to be automatic, and the rest are going to be manual. So you're just right. going to take your chances on this, right? But we right. say you well, can't lose. You can't you lose. Can't lose either way. You can't lose on this car. I don't think so. Um, except I still think it's a little spendy. Uh, but really, not so much considering that you get the huge discount when you if you were to like build this out yourself. And by the way, yeah. the the pictures that I took at SEMA that are over at Motoring File. They're also on the uh, White Roof Radio Instagram page. Please go like those for us. Yes. Um, that shows the car with the accessory wheels uh, and tires. Those do not come with this car. Those JCW 18-inch um, wheels and the brakes, the JCW brakes on the car uh, that was at SEMA, those, yes. are, those are not standard. Those are additional accessory upgrades. So we were kind of mistaken by that because we got to see the car at SEMA before we had the specs. So we're kind of assuming, well, hey, the Carbon Edition has JCW brakes. No, it doesn't have the brakes and it doesn't have those fancy wheels. The, the Carbon yeah. Edition does come with the JCW track spoke black wheels, which are very nice looking wheels, by the way. Yes, those are good looking wheels. Even that side graphic doesn't look all that bad, though. No, it's really not. And talking about the graphics, like if you look at the stripe setup, there's matte black stripes with kind of a red accent. And... Um, they were thinking about many internally was contemplating releasing that as an accessory and they said no because companies like myself who do stripes you know there's so many aftermarket companies out there that could produce these for so much cheaper and they wouldn't have to guess on how many to get and they just said no we're putting them on these cars and that's it so you won't be able to order the stripe package unless enough people demand it if like you know a thousand people went to their dealer and went I want this exact stripe you could buy it for probably three times what I could sell it to you for. <laughs> Alex, go ahead. No, no, I was just wondering if you can actually get the JCW brakes as an option. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I believe you, you can. see that a configurator. I'm just, I'm, I'm just wondering. I mean, there are a couple of things you, that are not on the configurator that you can actually get from your dealer. So, but I didn't. I don't think you can actually get the brakes. So here's the thing. Like, let me let me look because I took a picture of the accessory wall. I don't know if I posted that in Instagram or not. Did you guys see the JCB wall of uh, wall I don't of parts? Think you post that to Instagram. Okay, I may not have. Yeah, the brakes are on the wall, Alex. They are an accessory. Mm, okay. John Cooper works pro brake kit for front and rear. Yeah, there's no reason why they wouldn't be available on the four door. And I bet you some of those cars will be ordered like that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, regardless, because if the dealers are ordering some in automatic, they're probably going to still put all of some of that type of stuff on. They're like, okay, well, it's already got all those other things. We might as well just add the brakes and be done with it, you know? Well, here's the other thing, too, that we haven't really seen is the John Cooper Works Pro uh, sport suspension adjustable struts on the front. So basically, they've got an adjustable suspension system, much like they put on the GP2. And it's going to be a JCW Pro upgrade part and I got pictures of that I will send it over I'll go ahead and put those in our Instagram feed maybe on our Facebook page also so that people can see those because they are on the wall of available John Cooper Works Pro accessories nice there it is there you go so anyway if you're looking to buy a four door and you you know you want the JCW but you know there's not going to be a JCW this carbon edition 
I'd go. I'd buy it. Well, go to your dealer now. Put a deposit down because there's going to be about one per dealer. Some dealers may not want them, but if you, if you like, you hear us now. Call your dealer. Give them a credit card number. Say, I want to be on the list for this carbon edition. Yeah. It's, it's not that the dealers don't want them. They just probably don't know how to sell them. Yeah. You know, not only would I get this, I'd get this as an automatic. Yeah, I don't think it would be bad, no. No, I'd be okay with that. Yep. Anyway, that's a badass car. I like it a lot. Uh, I think we're done with news. Oh, wait. Mini USA sales down for October. Ooh, but we kind of had a feeling this was going to happen with the fact that there's only three cars being sold right now. Yeah. A hard top? Yeah, the, the top car is still not selling. I mean, it still hasn't sold very well this month. I mean, it's pretty... The hard top? It's not a good, a good month for the hard top. Yeah, two-door. Yeah. To last year, it's down to almost 50%. Yeah. And we don't know about the four-door because it wasn't around last year at this time, right? Right. No, it wasn't. Um, so. But you know what else was down to last year's also as a countryman? Well, duh. 40%. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. Dead horse, let's beat it some more about how the countryman has got to live in your dealer showrooms for a whole other year and a little more than a year before yeah. the new one comes out. And so when you walk in and you look at this beautiful carbon edition, four-door mini, with all the technology and the bits and the available stuff for it, and you go, mmm, tasty, four doors. And then you go to the countryman, and you're like, what is this antique thing here <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have any of the fancy bits I can get over here for less money? Right. And then your dealer goes, but wait, it's got all-wheel drive. <laughs> Oh, you know, and it's, don't forget, it's got that 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 center that center that center track. The thing. rail. It's got a rail. It's got, it's got a rail. It's got a rail. And it's a wave of the future, man. The center rail. The wave of the future. But there's also something else not really helping me. I think it's the uh, uh, I think Volkswagen is doing it, although they're you know they have good reasons to do it right now. But I think a lot of dealers are throwing basically money at people's face to buy their cars. <laughs> and Mini Mini is not, I mean, there are some incentives, there are some interesting incentives, but it's not as, you know, we know Mini doesn't have the same marketing budgets as, as other, you know, uh, uh, mainstream brands. So uh, that's well, also difficult to compete in that environment. And also, obviously, ga gas is not as, you know, as expensive as it used to be. So people are buying bigger cars and bigger cars are not Minis. And can I, can I be the guy that actually says that, you know, that's entirely possible that Mini's getting close to pricing itself out of its old market. That is a a, a very smart statement, DB. Because <laughs> in, in, in a, I used to be able to get an R56 Cooper, and by the time it was configured with all the bits that you wanted, it'd come to about 25, 26 grand, right? Yeah. yeah. R50 was the same way. R50 was a little bit cheaper, say 23, 24. I think, uh, in fact, my my R50 almost fully loaded, everything except for like nav and automatic, and I think the sticker was twenty four five, okay, and it didn't have HK. Yeah. So fully loaded car, twenty four grand, and now you go to the R56, and it went up to about twenty five, twenty six ish, and now if you want a, a fully loaded F56 Cooper, you're over thirty. Yeah. yeah. That's right. a huge, huge increase. And also I think getting over that thirty thousand dollar mark is it's like a mental block for people. People are going, thirty grand. Man, that's a lot of money for a car. Well, a lot of people are. And those are the people who many is like, Okay, well, you're probably not gonna be our customer. Sure. I, I sure. will I will I say this after experiencing uh four days in a new Chevy Camaro and then coming back home and driving a two thousand fourteen Mini Cooper with all of the things. Right. As DB likes to say. Well, and um, I got to tell you is here's what you need to do. Go drive yourself a Ford whatever piece of crap. Go buy yourself a Honda whatever. Can I go drive a Ford Focus RS? <laughs> okay. No. And no. then drive that for a little bit. Get the feeling of it. And then come back and get into a new Mini and drive it. And, and here's, then I'll drive a JCW Mini. Here my, my impression was, you know what? There, This feels like coming home to me. This car feels premium in comparison to what else is available out there. there well, that's true. There is not much else, and that's playing kind of devil's advocate to what you said, DB, is yes, it is expensive, but yes, it is worth it because, yeah, well, you get what you pay for, and yeah. I think Mini has almost got they're, – they're pretty darn close to that level of you go, yep, it's more expensive than a Ford Focus or whatever I want to buy over here. But right. man, it is so much nicer. I'm going to pay the more money because it is that level of comfort. Well, and also to think about this is if I can configure an F56 Cooper to cost 30 grand, what's going to keep me from walking next door to the BMW dealership and look at a 2 series that starts base price at 32850? 
And it's just like, well, if the Mini's going to cost me thirty grand, why don't I just go look at a BMW yeah. instead? That's a that's an interesting point, right? Or even a three series base uh, base price of a three series thirty three one fifty. I mean, it's a it, the, the three series are for thirty three grand's crap, right? And you got to get you got to spend at least forty five to get a decent one, but still. Yeah. The base price thirty three one fifty, and I've configured Cooper F, an F fifty six S that came to almost forty grand. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I think they might be pricing themselves out of the market just a little bit. And I would say I don't know from from looking around myself at cars, it sure feels like um a still a pretty. Decent, I think it feels like it's still a pretty decent value for for what it is, and that's in comparison. Now dollars I'm to dollars. It's not, I'm with you on that. Yeah, dollars to dollars. If you're just looking for a good deal, you're like, I only have, I can only spend, my budget only allows me to spend $23,000 on a new car. Yeah. That, that's it. Then used mini or something else is in your future. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You're not, yeah. you're, you're probably not going to find a brand new mini for 23 grand if that's your budget. No, no, no. So, and I think that is what, a mini understands that. And right. they go, we're not going after those people. We're not going after the budget, you know the budget car buyer anymore going after somebody who appreciates the premium and are willing to pay for it yeah and well, that's like apple it, yeah, it really is because apple, apple sells twelve hundred dollar computers and people go man twelve hundred dollars a lot of money for a computer and then apple just says well then go over to walmart and buy a 250 dollar pc how many of us here just paid seven hundred dollars for a new phone i mean my hands up yeah three of us here <laughs> eight hundred and fifty dollars for my phone right right so yep. yeah it's the same thing yeah, it really but, is. But, I mean, uh, I still think that might be part of what's affecting sales. Alex, your thoughts? No, I think, um, so So I just wanted to come back on the point that DB made regarding to, uh, you know, someone looking at BMW next door and, and switching, like, and I think you, you had it at the end, DB. Uh, I, I don't think those people necessarily, I mean, they look at it, sure, but I don't think they necessarily make the switch because by the time you want the same, you know, bells and whistles, like NAV and HK and all that stuff, you're in the... The 40 range right so that so that gets you out of of that you know price point uh but i've the two other model i mean one model that you guys mentioned is a ford uh ford st or whatever the that Focus is rs yeah exactly yeah and uh the gti i think you know the gti comes back on the table very easily especially you know it's, it's we're always saying that mini doesn't compete on horsepower uh but that's what people look at anyways and they're going to look at the cooper and they're going to say well at 30 grand for a fully loaded car uh, it's only 100 and what 30 something 142, um, and the uh, the GTI is you know 200 plus so uh, for the same price and you have everything you don't really need to buy to get any option it's pretty loaded, right. um, but then again at the end of the day uh, and I agree with everything that you guys said um, the the quality of the the build quality um, and the um, also the service and all that is, you know, it's, I mean, it's pretty good. We have it pretty good at, at Mini. So that's uh, so also something to keep in mind. Oh, so that, that's true. Does that yeah. mean, Alex, you're going to go buy a new JCW? Yes, most likely. <laughs> well, you know, before we talk about that anymore, let's go ahead and be done with news. And let me remind you guys about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof really quick. And that's our friends over at Cravenspeed. Cravenspeed.com. Uh, they make all the really cool stuff, lasers, robots, blah, 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 aluminum. All the things, right? A dipstick that doesn't break that you can read for the R50, R56. Uh, the performance springs. The intake for the F56 if you're wanting to mod your F56. Uh, and, of course, one of my favorite pieces. The um, And everybody should just have this because the next time I see somebody, oh, I need to write a post so bad. You people that drive with headphones in your ears make me crazy. You need to stop doing that. You know how you stop doing that in a mini? You get the FlexPod adapter and your phone just goes right there. And then you spend 20 bucks, you get a little Bluetooth thing. Anyway, the Craven doesn't sell that. But you get the FlexPod adapter, one of my favorite parts, and, of course, the Platypus license plate mount. All that available and more over at Cravenspeed, cravenspeed.com. Uh, go over there, and when you're there, make sure you sign up for the email newsletter. Super awesome. And also, if you're ever shopping, like, at DetroitTune.com, for example, and you see Cravenspeed stuff, you should buy Cravenspeed stuff from Chad at Detroit Tune. Totally cool. It's, it's like serving, it's like, a, like, like uh, killing two birds with one stone. Done, done. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Anyway. And I will even tell Kellen. See? And Chad will even tell Kellen for you. And if you do place an order at Craven Speed, though, it's really nice when you uh, go to fill out the order form. There's a comment section there. You can say thanks for supporting White Roof Radio. We really appreciate that. So do they. They, of course, being Craven Speed. CravenSpeed.com, home of the Electrica Mini. So what's this nonsense about Alex buying a JCW? 
Yeah, so um, you know, many of you guys know that you know I'm on the market for a new car uh, for March of next year. So I've been actively, you know, researching it uh, for the past few months. Uh, I was really, really close to actually buy a Porsche uh, right. a month ago. Uh, it didn't happen because of you know I'm not gonna go into it uh, right now. Uh, but I couldn't make such like a high commitment uh, on the long term, given that I was waiting for my. Uh, a green card to get approved, and um, I thought the road was uh, like a smooth, a smooth, you know, sell until I would get my green card. But it's not. It's actually uh, it was actually a bit trickier than, than I thought, and so I had to pause the order. And uh, in the meantime, well, I get approved, so I'm kind of uh, I'm almost there, guys. I'm almost a U.S. citizen. Nice. nice. I'm pretty happy about it. Um, awesome. uh, green card doesn't give you citizenship, but it's one step closer to it. Um, and, so and you've been to an NASCAR I, race. And you've been to an NASCAR race. So you're yes. even one step closer. <laughs> that looks good on a resume. Yeah. It does. <laughs> I'm gonna say this to my lawyer. Um uh and so no, I can I can actually now I'm in a position to actually order a car without me being worried of uh, I think you know I'm crossing fingers here uh, of getting kicked out of the country for a stupid reason. Right. Um, because Donald Trump becomes president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, immigrants we hate you go back to france <laughs> <laughs> and so um and so yes i could have ordered a p car again uh but you know i uh, also you know i've been looking at uh, houses for the past uh, few months and uh, i found something really interesting now so i can't get everything obviously a house and a and a really nice car and you know i prefer to have a nice house as opposed to a really nice car although i mean it's a, still a really nice car so uh you know, I said uh, it was the, either the M2 or the JCW or the Golf R or the Porsche. Um, Porsche is too, you know, too expensive at this point. Uh, the Golf R, it's uh, you know, it's a Golf. It's 40k for a Golf. Like I don't feel like putting that much money into it. Mm-hmm. The M2 is really nice, but like the, I can't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that front bumper is as is as bad as it is on the Mini. I don't know. Um, and and just the mini is also the size, you know, the small factor size. So that's uh, so that's what I like about it. Um, and yeah, I'll probably be back in the mini in the next few months. Nice, nice. I'm actually building my JCW right now, mm-hmm. and I'm okay. uh, I'm at thirty-seven thousand dollars. Thirty-five grand. Hang oh, on. That's really not too bad. Do do I want the dynamic damper control or no. sports suspension? No sports suspension. That's yeah. what I thought. It's the only way to get it is and on the JCW. Left is HK, and I'm done. And so I'm at thirty-five seven fifty. That's really not bad. That's not that's a bad really price. not bad for and that's JCW with an automatic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one thing I need your advice, you guys, on uh, uh, you know, so you have the the option of the JCW. I mean, it's not the option. It comes as standard, right? The JCW cloth seats. Um, I didn't find them like super comfortable when I was doing the uh, the press event back in July. Uh, so I was wondering between you know doing the you know choosing those and the standard you know sports seats, uh, which are leatherette. Um, I wanted to have your opinion on it. I think you get the ones like we had here. Um, we have the the uh, the JCW cloth. It's yeah. In the sports seat. now they're just the standard sports seats, but it's yeah. in the Cooper S. That's what you get for the JCW interior pack. And I it's I like JCW sports seats. I like the the sports seats. As good or probably better than the JCW seats. So you think it was just me? Like the sports seats are actually as comfortable as just JCW seats? I think so. I mean, it's what we drove across country in, the sports seats. And we all were amazed at how comfortable those things are. I love those seats. They were awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. And if you found them uncomfortable for just a couple of days, like the JCW seats is what I'm saying, I I would go back and, and see if you can... You know, just you know, substitute those out, and it should be no cost. No, it's no cost. Yeah, yeah. It's just that the nice thing about the JCW seats is like it's one piece of I don't know how to explain it, but the, the headrest head is built in. Yeah, it's not a. It's, and it's nice, right? It's the only. I mean, it's it, it, this and the 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 power output. I think it's, those are the the only two things you only get in the JCW, right? Like you cannot like configure your car like your Cooper RS like crazy and almost get close to a JCW. You can't get those two things. No, but I still think that uh, my bang for the buck is a Cooper S with the upgraded the JCW upgrade, and go ahead and slam some brakes on there, and you're probably going to be within fifteen hundred dollars of the same price. You know, yeah, but then, bigger thirty six grand for a JCW. Yeah, you need to add the suspension also. Yeah, and that's the thing too is you can't get the only way to get the sport suspension now is to buy a JCW. Yeah. Okay, so well, Alex, get the JCW. Don't do the upgrade, like I said. 
There you go. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to. That's <laughs> because, let's, yeah. Go ahead. The no, less DB said you. That's the only way you can get Rebel Green. Also. It's the only way you can get Rebel Green too. And mm -hmm. BRG two is nice, but Rebel Green's better. Yeah. Yep. The same. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Let's talk for just a moment about Mini Takes Estates. Um, go over if you didn't get the email update about Mini Takes Estates last week, or it was, yeah, it was last week. Go over to MiniTakesEstates.com. You can actually get on the email list, and you, there's like a link. Just click it, and you will get email updates. Super duper handy. But this is what we know so far. It's about starting in Mexico and ending in Canada. Correct. It's going to start in Mexico, and it's going to go to Quebec. Ta-da. There you go. In wintertime. So we get to drive in the snow. No. Nice. Zeke is now taking. It's actually, station. they're doing something really interesting this time. Instead of going coast to coast, Jersey to LA or LA to Jersey or, you know, Boston to whatever and wherever, um, we have start and end date. Well, start and end locations. So we're going track to track. Which so is very almost coast to coast because there is, there's a, you know, you're going from Georgia to California. Come on. So it's going to start at Atlanta and then finish in Palm Springs. Yes. Just really, really interesting. And I wonder if they're going to put any other tracks in between. We don't have any other information right now. All we have is start date and end date and where we're going to start from, which is uh, Road Atlanta, and where it's going to end, which is that fancy new uh, BMW test facility racetrack thing in um, Palm Springs. Yes. That's all we know. Starting on July 9th, ending July 23rd. We don't cool. know where it's going to go otherwise. But I wonder if they're going to put more track stuff in there. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure they will be across. almost every single Mini Stakes estate has always gone around, um, you know, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And we did see one of the clues uh, did include somewhere in Michigan. So if you can imagine going from Atlanta towards Michigan and then back down to L.A. Um, right. Yeah. You know that uh, you know MIS is in Michigan. There are some really nice uh, roads out that way, yeah. and uh, I know MIS does touring laps around their track. Um, been around that track multiple times at speeds that uh, are not quite legal on street city streets. <laughs> nice. And um, you know, so I mean, they could be doing uh, a track to track thing because what brings out people more to any event than anything else, you know, on all of these minis Texas states. Indianapolis has always been the biggest stop mm -hmm. because they're like, oh, I get to go around the track. Of course I do. You know, so what else is going to bring out the customers to every single event but going to a track at every single event? Right. So, I mean, that's that's really good publicity right there. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So anyway, that's what we know so far. It's uh, approximately eight months away from Main Take States, so you better ask for the time off and start saving your pennies. Uh, yeah, I put my my request in already with my boss. Did you put your request in with your boss? Nice. Yeah. And you know, start saving your money because I, I think we figured it out. We did some we did some uh, back of the napkin math on this, and we we calculated it was going to cost roughly it costs about three hundred bucks a day to do many takes states. At least per, per person, thereabouts, depending on where you stay. Anyway, coming up, I know a lot of you people are getting super duper excited. If you, if you drink like we do, double it. <laughs> <laughs> you drink like Todd does. Yeah, you better make it six hundred dollars a day. There you go. I'm you kidding. Know, I kid. I want to do may take states, but I want to. I want to do it with a bike on the top of my car. I want to bring my bicycle. That's Dude, easy enough to do. You've done many takes to states before, right? How, what, yeah, like, I've when, done many takes states when, before. When, when am I going to have time to ride a bicycle? That is my point, right there, dude. <laughs> like you don't have time to like time barely for... to take a shower now. But know. you know, it'll look good I in the like, pictures. I like the idea of. If I do have like 30 minutes, I could pull the bike down off the roof and go and go ride. All right. right? You, you go. Well, I'm sure we could, uh, you know, any of the, our sponsoring vendors, uh, Outmotoring, yeah. uh, Detroit Tune, you know, we can get you a mini branded uh, you know, bike rack, uh, roof rack, rails, whatever you want, you know. Now, you know what I'd be happy with the, uh, is I want in the back of my mini, I want the folding bicycle. Yeah. That's what you, I for this trip. You can find those uh, floating around too because dealers get them in as like awesome things and then they're like, oh, God, man, I've been sitting on this forever. Next thing you know, $200 later, it's. <laughs> no, gone. I know. Um, I know somebody out here who got one out here in Arizona who got the, the mini branded bicycle, which is a super nice, it's like Brampton quality 
folding bicycle, which is a really high end folding bicycle brand, and he got it for nothing, like half price. Yeah, they're like six hundred dollars at the media. I mean, if you're if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it right. You gotta have the wind noise. You gotta have the semis rocking the thing back and forth. You've gotta have that pucker moment every time that like, <laughs> oh man, I can see the storm clouds way out there. I hope it doesn't rain. My bike's gonna get wet. Right. You know. So I mean. Yeah. So anyway, that's, it, what we know right. me, that's what we know about Mini Take State so far. When we know more, of course, we will share it with you as soon as we know. Keep uh, keep listening to White Refrigerator because we are your home of Mini Take State's news and information. Cool. I'm just saying. Um, Todd, do you want to talk about SEMA at all? Um, yeah, SEMA was good. I mean, it's it's uh, it's the same every year. I've been there for, uh, what, six or seven out of the last nine years, something like that. Yeah. Quite, quite a few and um, I'm kind of like it's getting I want to say it's getting long in the tooth they mixed some things up this year um, I missed there's a new performance pavilion that was out back they put it in a giant tent out back and uh, I missed that this year until I was you know on my way out and I'm like ah I miss going out back there so there's a lot of cool stuff so it is just so much to see in in one day it's kind of difficult but mm-hmm. it was good to see Mini was there um, I will say I only saw one other Mini in the entire complex. That's so weird. And because every yeah, go ahead. The first time I went was with you and Paulson in two thousand was it two thousand nine? Yeah, two thousand nine. You couldn't swing a dead cat without hitting a Mini Cooper in that event. It definitely was the car de jour that year. And yeah. then you know another year we went and everybody was doing this the uh, FRS. You know that was the cart that everybody was tricking out and yeah. it was what all the all the spaces were using for modifications. Yeah, one year was Camaros. What was it this yes. year? Yes, yeah, this year. Believe it or don't, the car that I saw more than anything is that ugly ass Fiat four door that you posted. No, no, no. no what's it, what's no, everybody a, guess? What, do you, what a, is your guess? It's, I, I'm going to say Datsun. No, Alex is probably going to have the best guess here. Alex, what do you think the most prevalent car at SEMA was this year? I forgot they're bringing that back. Uh, Mustang, Ford Mustang. No, no, it was the uh, BMW 4 Series. What? <laughs> Either an M4 or a 4 Series. I saw more of those than anything. They were at the. Entire and wheel, you know, they were wrapped in all these funky colors. Uh, I saw more four series BMWs than just about any other car this year. That car sounds pretty bad, by the way. Interesting. You what? A couple of times it sounds pretty bad. Yeah, the M4. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When it drives down the street at when it's at speed, it sounds good. It sounds good. Yeah. But when you start it, I I think all the M cars sound a little uh, rattly when they start up. <laughs> I'm trying to say that nicely because Gabe were here. He's like, "Oh, it's a sweet sound. It's orgasmic. It's well, I mean, <laughs> but Gabe's not here. That's so why Gabe's not here. So we can manual. Pick, we can pick on him. But yeah, I saw more more four series uh, BMWs there than than just about anything. There was a lot of American cars too, but there was one Mini Cooper that was being wrapped. It was a a, a company that was selling vinyl and. Um, they had a mini that was donated by uh, Mini of Las Vegas. There, um, what is it? Desert Mini. Yeah. And uh, so that was the only mini we saw in the entire place. I know there was one or two others that we just didn't make it to. And then, of course, the ones at the mini stand. You know, they had a presence there, which kind of was interesting because SEMA, it's the Supplemental Equipment Manufacturers Association, which means aftermarket parts Special, specialty equipment manufacturers association so db like you said back in 2009 everybody was modding minis they love yeah. doing shit to minis right okay but it was only exterior and interior mods because you really couldn't mod yeah. you couldn't very many mods to the mini the r56 not a lot of performance mo- yeah not a lot of performance modifications but people were lowering them they were putting big wheels on them i mean they were tricking them out doing cool graphics and, and things like that and I really think it's indicative of the market that that many uh, you know many owners in general are not modding their cars as much as they used to. And Chad can probably speak to this because you do a lot of modifications on cars, Chad. Yeah. That, that the customers buying the new ones today aren't the ones coming in. It's people buying the second and third hand minis. Yeah, I mean, I, I still have a lot of people doing the Gen One cars. Yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. The, the R fifty threes. They're like, okay, what can I do to this? And I do have some people that are like, hey, I really want to do something to my R56. What can I do? And I give them some options. Like, oh, okay, well, there's nothing I can. I can't just add the pulley for a couple hundred bucks and make that horsepower that I'm looking for. I've got to spend a lot of money to get that horsepower or something. So we see a lot more service and maintenance on the R56s. You know, I mean, we're going through timing chains like, uh, you know, they're going out of style. And, you know, other things along that lines. Um in, in all reality, I've done three, maybe four 
heads this last week uh, with bent valves and various things that have, you know timing's gotten off, things have you know gotten to the point of uh, of no return. And it's like, well, sorry, we have to pull your head off. Every single valve is bent on the exhaust side, and it's going to need all new valves, and it needs this and this and this, and it's like thirty eight hundred dollars. Say four like, grand later, and, you know, it's like because right now they have a car that just doesn't run, and you have to do it, or right. it's just right, you know, two hundred dollar piece of scrap at that point. So, but anyway, yeah, the whole point is that even you know people you know modifying cars now, Mini isn't like the car of choice anymore. Now, we understand it's been around for thirteen years. And it's not classic like a Mustang. Like people still like to buy Mustangs and, and modify those. It was a good guess on Alex's part. However, there weren't that many. There were some classic Mustangs there, you know, old ones. Right. But um, there was still a lot of Subarus, a lot of VWs, um, not as many VWs, you know, as you might think. But geez, like places being overrun by trucks and rednecks. I mean, <laughs> giant yep. jacked up four wheel drive. Is that seriously what people are going to these days? That seems yeah, to be. I, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that. Because gas is cheap again. Out here in Arizona, we're back down to $2 a gallon gas. Yep. yep. I'd love to have $2 a gallon of gas. But, I mean, we see a ton of Jeeps around here. Yep. Uh, they're all jacked up with giant wheels and yep. all this type of stuff. And I think part of that is because of the, the you know, we'll go broad here. The U.S. infrastructure is dying. Um, bridges are falling apart. <laughs> potholes are everywhere. I mean, potholes to... <laughs> are everywhere. I mean, uh, you can't drive around here without uh, the suspension just wanting to fail on your cars. And, you know, obviously in the news uh, a few years back, there was a bridge that collapsed in uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I was going to say Milwaukee. But, yeah. um, I mean, there's a bridge here in Detroit that goes over a big river and stuff. And it's, you know, it's got holes that you can physically see all the way through the bridge. Yeah, you even may- though they say, hey, it's safe to drive on. We've patched that hole. Don't worry. You know, and they don't have the money to fix it yet. Yeah. So at what point, you know, does the consumer is like, you know what, I, I can go get this Jeep and I can throw a set of tires on it. It's like, yeah, it's a couple thousand dollars, but it's going to ride great over this failing infrastructure. That may be a very good, that may be a very good point, Chad. Like, uh, and that could be the, the trend for the next several years until, you know, we were like, okay, well, we fixed a lot of roads. They're going to stay the, the good way. And then everyone's like, oh, God, I got to have that Corvette back because that sheer horsepower and that, that, that look and that, you know, yeah, that Jeep, it's like, it never really got that great gas mileage, anyways. And I didn't want to, you know, have to climb into it with a stepladder every single time. And, you know, it, it also does take that person that wants to find that Jeep. Yeah. I can definitely tell you that you're probably seeing more trucks and that type of thing on the road because they want the big sidewall. They want the car that can just go through anything, and they don't have to worry about it Unlike, because yeah. whatever is in the middle of the road, and I'll tell you that there's a lot of random things that are in the middle of the road, they just want to be able to go through it and not worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think DB's right, too. The price of gas is making people not care so much about giant trucks and, you know, right. 18 miles well, to the super gas. short-sighted. They think, oh, gas is $2 a gallon, so I'm going to go back buy an SUV or a big truck or a Jeep. I'm going to go back in a car that gets less than 30 miles a gallon again. Exactly. Right? Because, I don't know. It, it'll never last. Headphones in their ears. Oh. I don't know. I just heard a, there was a, um, a financial um, update, and somebody from BP came out and said their prediction for the company, and they said this publicly, their prediction was that, f- that gas would stay this low for two to three more years. And wow. it's a whole global thing about be nice. about demand, and really, it's a result of nobody sees this. And I'm just, I'm going to get slightly political here, and then we can close the show. Nobody sees that the fuel economy, like the the economies in the U.S., they passed laws. The Obama administration passed laws that said every year they had to increase by five percent. Right. And now we've got seven. We're seven years into that, and we're like we're using f- less fuel than ever, less oil than ever. And nobody's made the connection yet of going, well, that might have done some good that everybody's driving around more fuel-efficient cars. People are using less fuel. People are living in more urban areas. There's so many factors more than that. But we're using less oil, and that's driving the price down. And I say, go us. It's it's right. all of us driving Mini Coopers, getting better gas mileage. Go buy yourself a good, you know, good economical car. So, 
I think it's just all the other cars, you know, even you, you get most of your Fords or most of your Chevys or Toyotas or whatever car you're having to be buying. Upper not 20s. Just Mini Cooper. They're all getting 30 miles a gallon on the highway minimum. Yeah, yeah. Right? And there's a lot more cars on the road that are getting 40 right. or better than there ever have been in the history of the history. So I predict that fuel prices will stay down for, I mean, I kind of agree with that. I bet we've got a couple more years of, of low fuel prices and that's not, doesn't really bode well for, you know, things like diesel technology coming to the U S and hybrid technologies. Right. It really doesn't. Anyway, like Todd said, we're going to go ahead and be done. But I want to remind you guys, go over. I'm going to link this up in the show notes over at whiteroofradio.com. Is all the dyno information that our boy Pedro from Motoring Fund uh, shared with us. Um, really interesting stuff. Let me just say, for example, that a bone stock 2016 factory John Cooper works hardtop dynoed with 220 horsepower at the wheels, 247 horsepower at the crank. That's ridiculous. Advertised, it's advertised 228. at uh, 228. Yeah. So they're, they're hitting the numbers. They're right there. There's your pretty much 250 horsepower mini right off the showroom floor. Well, yeah, and if you want to get a little crazy and do some little bit of modifications, you can get close to uh, 200, so 265. Yeah. And that's just with some really mild modifications. Anyway, uh, click over to whiteroofradio.com. I'm going to link this post up that Pedro put up over at Motoring File or Motoring Fun. I'm going to link this up in the show notes. So go over and check it out. It's really interesting. And next week coming up on the show. Yes. Should I? We, we have a, a nice question to address. And Alex gets to chime in on this because it's all him. Yeah. We so get- we've had actually two email and Twitter posts. People are saying, should I get a JCW? Or should I get a BMW 135? And so one guy's going from a 135 and said, should he get a JCW? And one guy wants to know which one of those to get. So we get Alex's take on that next week because, Mm -hmm. Alex, you currently have a 135, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's funny those two questions came at the same time. I thought it was like a different person sending me an email. Yeah, no, two guys. Alex actually actually texted me and said, hey, did that question come from the same person <laughs> <laughs> and it's like no uh, our boy tony sent it in from twitter who's also playing along with the automatic game if you guys have an automatic you should follow us on twitter i do i got a 56 this week i think it was my high Two. score i think i got a high score <laughs> you got a 56 56 man i'm rocking i'll tell you what i have i'm at 59 right now so i'm winning <laughs> well, and the week resets because yeah, we're at 40 on Sunday. I think I had eight, you do this week? 18 the week before that. I don't know. I, I took it out. I need to put it back in if we're playing <laughs> the game now. Yeah, we need to play the game because now that we all have automatic. And by the way, the higher score means the better driver you are. The, yes. the lower well, score. No, it doesn't mean that you're a better driver. You mean it just more, means that you're you're more conscientious. You're spending less time at over 70 miles an hour. I get, I get the alarms every time I accelerate too quickly <laughs> and every time I brake too quickly, which means there's like a constant tone in my car. <laughs> yes. Is that from your insurance company? No, 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 no. It's, it's just for fun. Uh, automatic. They make this little ODB connector. It's a little thing. Oh, you right, 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 right. And then you Bluetooth to your phone, uh, Android or iOS, and maybe Windows. Um, and it, it reads like, it tells you when you check air lights on, it, and basically it scores your driving. Yeah, if it were for my insurance company, that would have been canceled long ago. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have that. I don't want my insurance company to know how much time I'm spending over 70 miles an hour. Right? <clears throat> yeah. Because I do that a lot because Arizona. Anyway. Um, next week we get to talk about that. JCW or 135. JCW versus uh, 135. Yep. For sure. Yep. Um, and JC Pedro's JCW post. Check. You know, we're going to start talking more about this. Future. Um, we're going to include this one for next week, Alex. The autonomous car stuff. Mm-hmm. Leading right. up to Star Wars and all things futuristic. Yes. We're going to talk about driverless cars, automated, you know, uh, um, like semi-automated cars and how they will change the future. Exactly. We're going to start talking more and more about this as the as we go more into the future, too. I have a feeling. <laughs> In the meantime, go home and watch Minority Report. <laughs> <laughs> and iRobot also. And iRobot. Yeah, both of those. Go. iRobot, yeah. That's your assignment. That's your homework assignment, listeners, for this week is watch uh, Minority Report and iRobot. I thought our homework assignment was still was going back and rewatching all the old Star Wars. Nah, I mean, uh, that's for the the week uh, the week of the show. Uh, yeah, that's the Dece- week of that's the week of December tenth. Oh, <laughs> in, in all reality, you should have at least three of the four memorized. old good ones memorized. I mean, so and ask Chad; he'll make you a bootleg tape on on CD from his yeah. uh, from his cassette <laughs> recording of the FM transmission back in the eighties. Uh, <laughs> 
it will have the proper crackle that should be displayed with that episode oh, from the geez. era that it was from. Oh, God. Chad, you got to find that. You got to call your parents and get a hold of that. <laughs> I know. You have to yeah. It's got to be. Well, there. actually, my dad works for us now, so I actually see him every day. Now. That's awesome. You got to go, Dad. We got to track that tape down. There you yeah. go. Nice. Uh, but uh, like we already mentioned, we are done for the weekend. Thanks again for sticking with us. We do appreciate it. It's uh, only a uh, shout out yeah. to uh, one of the fine patrons yeah. of White Roof Radio. That's what I meant. Uh, our man, John. John Connell. He kicks in every every month to keep White Roof Radio going. Keep the server paid for and plenty of bandwidth and all the things. If you want to help out White Roof Radio, you can too. Click over to patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. Uh, and you can contribute as much as you like or as little as you like or nothing at all. We're always free. But if you want to help us out, that's how you do it. Patreon.com forward slash White Roof Radio. And if you want to contribute to the uh, Todd Pearson Next Trip to Vegas Fund, go, to, go motor, over to motoringstripes.com. And order one of everything, please. Order one of everything. <laughs> and if you use the coupon code of 5050, Todd will even knock 5% off the order. Todd Stripes on your car. And you don't have to go find Todd. He'll send them to you. It's super awesome. And if you want the White Roof Radio Sunroof Delete Kit, message him if you want the f56 bumper protection strip message him he'll he'll hook you up give you pricing the whole bit and don't forget to mention 50 50 and he'll knock five percent off that order for you motoringstripes.com because you know blank is boring anyway now we're done yes yes perfect this is the part of the show gang where i like to make the funny clicking sound and then i say questions comments or concerns go ahead click back over to whiteroofradio.com there you can leave us a note in the show notes you can also email us feedback at whiteroofradio.com until next week gang this is db i'm done cheers see ya a bientôt